Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. He's also in Rawhide. <laughs> Why would I care? I don't know. Don't like Rawhide? <sighs> I don't know. Space. I-, I wouldn't think it was one of my top ten. S- Space 1999. Space 1999. Was apparently stuck with you. Yeah. It was a show... Um, I think conceived, produced by Jerry Anderson, the guy who did Thunderbirds. Yeah, I don't remember this show at all. 75, were you born yet? No. No? No. I'm an 80s child. 75 to 77. It didn't go very long. Yeah, it was never in He was in it with his wife, Barbara Bain. Do we know who we're talking about? Martin Landau. Yeah. Why are we talking about him? Because he's a cool guy. And he died. Yeah. And he played Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. Amaz- that was his best. Amazingly in Ed Wood. He was nominated. He didn't win. Right, but he won for something else. You sure about that? Pretty sure about that. I remember him... I think my true introduction to him was he was in The X-Files, the movie. Um, so he wasn't in the TV show. No, but he sort of set up the second the second half of the X-Files where... I don't know if you remember the first X-Files movie where they find that alien ship out in Antarctica or in Alaska or somewhere. Somewhere with a lot of ice. Yep. And, uh, and he plays a character that gives Mulder all of his information in X-Files. It's near and dear to my heart, so I love that show. Um, yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> That's it? He was the voice of the Scorpion in the 1990s Spider-Man TV series. Yeah. I don't even remember that. The TV series. Landau left the series after two seasons when he won the Academy Award. Yeah. But what was the TV he series? He did win. He won the Oscar. Yeah, I know he did. But what what was the TV series? I honestly don't remember it. It's got to be a cartoon. It's the cartoon. It was the animated series. From okay, 94 to 98. Because they totally made it seem like it was a live action thing. And I was like, I don't no, know. There was a live action Spider-Man show, but it was really bad. What year was that? 70s, late 70s. Of course. You know, along with... You didn't exist Along yet. with Batman, which I love Batman. Which Batman? The, the, the 60s? Original. The 60s. The original. Right. The original Batman. Right. Yeah, not this crazy... Ben Affleck version, which yeah, I'm I'm hearing not good news for him. I think he's gone. Yeah, but meanwhile, he just said during a Comic Con panel he loves playing Batman. It sh- could have fooled me. He just doesn't seem that ex- like I don't know. We're just hitting random topics right now till we decide to focus. Stan Lee, God bless him, got hit, uh, ingrained in the uh, Grauman's Chinese Theater. Yeah, did you see hands there? Did you see that they released the trailer for Marvel's Defenders and it's primarily uh, focused around him I did see that believe it or not he's sitting in a car right he's driving around in a car and he's and it's his voice sort of in the background yes and he and it's they're introducing the four or five characters that are going to be a part of the ABC Marvel's Defenders. TV he show. he is definitely last man standing. God, 
How you know old what I mean? is he? He's 90... 94. Oh, man. He doesn't look 94. He really doesn't. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's like... Uh, he, he, you know, it's, it, it remi- he looks... He, he ages like Hugh Hefner. Yes. Who never did. Hugh. Or, or, or like Bob Barker. Wait, he's still alive. I know. And like Bob Barker, who like never aged. I mean, he did eventually, but he still looks the same. It's crazy. I, I actually, this means nothing. It's a name drop. I actually have friends who play backgammon with Hugh Hefner. Recently? For no, yes. And he looks, he's, he's okay. He's yeah. old. Well, you know. He's still living there. He's still living there. I heard that was the deal when they in sold the, the, in the when, smoking jacket. When they sold the mansion, the deal was is they yeah. they had to let him live there. We were way off topic. So anyway, Stanley, God bless you, buddy. Yeah. You you were there for it all. Yeah, and you've managed to see it all succeed. Now, one hundred percent. Since we're talking about Stanley, is the Punisher a Marvel property? Absolutely. Okay, I thought so. Because it's weird. They talk about how they're introducing John Barenthal's Punisher, but you literally see him for like two seconds. And my understanding is that's a standalone Netflix show, right? The Punisher? It's going to be, but he'll be appearing in The Defenders, right. I believe. Okay. Right? He's got to he be. He was in Daredevil. He's got to be loving life. He was introduced, and I might be wrong, in a Spider-Man comic believe it or not, the Punisher was part of the Spider-Man universe. So my understanding is, is a TV show has to do 100 episodes before it can be picked up for syndication. And The Walking Dead, to my knowledge, I think is getting to that point or will cross that threshold at some point, in which case there's usually something in the uh, in the in the actor's deals. <laughs> what does it have to do with The Punisher? But listen to this. Oh, John. Bur- OK, so John Barenthal is going to be getting like. Residuals, residuals from The Walking Dead for right, life. Right. Plus, he's now a Marvel character. Yeah. Which, but on Netflix. Oh, I, I think this could carry over. Yep. And then, what was the movie that we just screened that he was in? Um, oh, I'm totally blanking on it. And he was real. Oh, uh, I just saw him in Snitch. I saw him in Baby Driver, and he's great in it. Okay, I saw him in Snitch. He was very good. He's very good. He's very very good. young. Yeah. Very good there. Uh, all right. Do you want to talk about what you know? What? The, one, the one movie we screened, The King is Back. The King is Back. Right. I'm talking Kong Skull Island on 4K and Blu-ray. I've always had a problem with King Kong movies. Either very cheesy and hokey, and no, no, the big guy dies. And I hope I'm not giving any spoilers away. No, I mean... But in King Kong traditional storytelling movie, the Peter Jackson one and the 1933 one, he dies. Yeah. And it's very sad because I like Kong. So, uh, hand me that for a second. I think this is a a WB property with legendary pictures. And they are going to franchise this bad boy out. Because they have is, already... Who owns Legendary? Is that Guillermo del Toro? I no. thought Legendary was Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan? But I may be wrong. No. Um, but at any rate, they have uh, decided they're going to go ahead and open this universe, and they're going to open it wide. And if you right. sit and you go through the credits, we are going to spoil it a little bit, but they set up Kong versus Godzilla. But there's hieroglyphs of Mothra. Yeah, I mean... Ghidra. It's going to be awesome. All your favorite kaiju. 
and the, the the I think this the premise is actually great. The the introduction to the island, yeah, and how it's surra- and they waste little time. No, once they got on the island, it's not like a slow Jurassic Park burn. No, you're 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 in it. You're in it. Um, and this is uh, this is just at the end of Vietnam. This, this is film takes place. This is Apocalypse Now Kong. Yes, uh, Samuel L. Jackson is a very decorated, bitter military who likes war, loves war, and is angry and, that we're abandoning right Vietnam, right, and has a bit of a vendetta, and he's ready to he's ready to party. So you've got Tom Hiddleston in this, Sam Jackson. Uh, Oscar winner Brie Larson, which is kind of a weird pick. Yeah, but, but she's good. Whatever, in it. she's fine. Yeah, uh, John C. Riley, who makes the movie for me. Yes, makes the movie for me. John Goodman, Americans, America's Treasure. John yes. Goodman. Yes, uh, and then a bunch of other folks that are not as victims. Important. Yeah, that okay. are not as important. Um, the John C. Riley arc is great. It really helps the movie go away from simply being a. Oh look, new big monster! Yeah. Oh look, monster just ate somebody. It you goes. I mean? It goes. And the thing is, is is that you quickly realize that there are multiple threats, which I loved how they introduced those different right. threats, right? And made the island a very dangerous place, right? Um, Absolutely. And John C. Riley's character, I think, really kind of grounds uh, the movie, and you see empathy for Kong and you see you know sort of the sadness of this guy who has been marooned for yeah you know 26 years and he wants to get off the island but he also and the ending credits uh, are great yeah it's with him it's it's every and it's for god's sakes he's a Chicago Cubs fan you gotta love the guy and it's everything you hoped it could be. And right. then the ending, ending credits um, uh, are great. So there's a company that is referenced in the very beginning who his name is Monarch. And it reminds me sort of like the origins of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. Like I kind of feel like... But because Sam Jackson's in the screen? No, because Monarch is supposedly the company that is going to tie this universe together. Right. Just like S.H.I.E.L.D. did with the Avengers. And so there is the introduction and I think more to be said about Monarch and who they are as a company. But um, it's left that you could have the bulk of the main cast return. Not everyone. Yes, but, not everyone. But the bulk of them return for Godzilla. Yep. Sure. Um, the effects on this are beautiful. The uh, Even better in four... 4K and and you know what Kong looked realistic the hair the blood um, just his red glowing eyes the pupils just, just in general just a very it was very lifelike yes and I and I really felt like I wasn't looking a lot at CGI you know the the battle sequences were done really well they weren't jarring um, and it was less about um, I felt like it was less is more. 
Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, it, it just it, just in general. I have no idea who the director is. Jordan Voigt Roberts, V O G T Roberts. The guy's a geek. That's for sure. If you and I'm if you go to the commentary track, it's a rather subdued track. Did you listen to it? Uh, I wanted a little to take, bit. I wanted to take a nap. <laughs> okay, it wasn't that bad, but he was between him telling telling us how much how many geniuses were at work. There was some some good moments. He actually referenced a 2005 video game, Shadow of the Colossus, to show that right. some of the scenes of Kong appearing. And I remember that game, yeah. so it was kind of cool. I could have done without the deleted scenes again. My my feeling is is that again, if they're deleted, why? How about the classified footage? Did you watch any of that? Uh, Where they yeah. kind of like show the I, uh, all good. Yeah. Uh, I, I you know again special features were fine. I mean I didn't really have anything that um, that really stood out to me as being great. But I mean they're definitely setting this up as a as a as a universe. I liked them talking about the uh, computer tech on Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Five hundred thousand polygons, nineteen million hairs. It took two artists working over a year on the fur. I mean who does that? But that fur man. That stuff swayed with yeah, the wind. I yeah. mean, it was beautiful. Absolutely. Beautiful. Um, I, I cannot... Music track was great. Vintage 70s, Vietnam War type. Yeah, I kept thinking this is... Creedence clear on, you know, Creedence. Uh, you know, using those, uh, you know, those Vietnam-era helicopters with loudspeakers mounted to the side of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, howitzers and, and machine guns and just, you know, everything about it was, it was perfect. It was, you know, it was, a, it was great that it wasn't modern day. I really liked that it was. Yeah, and the took, cinematography took you there, too. Did yeah, you notice how yeah. it was kind of a yellowish, greenish tint? Exactly. Like you were going back. And, and it was like you were watching it on old film, which I loved. Yep. So this, I mean, I would watch this again. No Home question. run. I'd suggest getting the Godzilla movie and watching it along with it, because then you're knowing what's going to happen, what's what's where it's going to go. Yeah, because Godzilla had that same kind of feel in it. Um, it was it was like retro. Well, I mean, and I don't really—is there a, a reason? I mean, maybe you know. Is there a reason why this takes place in the '70s, or is it just? I'm telling you, the director was fixated on Apocalypse Now. He said it multiple times in the commentary track. He said it multiple times in the special features. And if you watch the film, you'll see scenes that look like Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Helicopters, when the helicopters are flowing in yeah. like that. Some of the battles oh, behind the sun. I mean, yeah, when they line you know? up in, in yeah, like yeah, yeah. flight formation. And yeah. you know, just when they're going through the storm to get to the island and they're all... And then there's guys hanging out. I mean, it's it, even the crash sequences with the helicopters, which fantastic. I mean, that's crazy. So there's an awesome spider in this movie too. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. It's different. I don't like spiders very I don't much. Like spiders. Okay. Well, uh, it's an A plus for me. A plus. This, this is a. Uh, this is this is uh, right this up is, there. This is my Kong. Yeah, this is this is well done, Kong. And interesting, there's a ride at Universal Studios called almost the same thing. It's called Skull Island. Is it? But it is not tied to this movie at all. No, it's tied to the Peter Jackson movie more than this. Well, but maybe, it's good. Maybe they need to shut it down for a while. <laughs> the one thing that I really liked was the fact that there is a reason why Kong acts the way he does and it's and and then they show that his family 
yes was completely wiped out and so he's basically the last one right and which is very new and you just gave away a big no 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 is that I, a spoiler that's not really a that's, spoiler. that's not a spoiler the scene where they're there where where they were all killed where everything is yellow yeah and there's all the stuff raining down on them which the um which burial ground or yeah. whatever yeah, it's like it's, where the skull crawlers start it's coming like out. A, it's like a mustard sulfur. Yeah, in the yeah, air, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really creepy. It's and, well done, and and that scene is awesome. So, yep. okay, A plus. Uh, we'll be back in a minute to talk more. <laughs> so, you know that Game of Thrones is out, right? Were you aware of this? Oh, I'm very aware of it. I'm stuck in the middle of a chat every Sunday night now. Yeah, so again, we did this last week, and we're, we'll be doing it for the next several weeks, but um, our corporate sponsor, if you will, <laughs> commun- <laughs> really? Communities Digital News, um, they do a live chat during Game of Thrones, live on HBO, and uh, it's a pretty good time. You've got an expert who is very versed in the Game of Thrones universe. Gail Falkenthal, who just swept the awards for the um, Cal- Southern California Press Association for boxing. Nice. First place on a couple of things. Yes. Oh, and that's... Which has nothing to do with Game of Thrones, Well, it but... kind of does, because you guys do typically also do, on Communities Digital News, uh, boxing yes, chats. Yes, lots of boxing And there's stuff, a big so. boxing and an MMA event coming up pretty soon that I'm sure will be covered. Oh, right. Yeah. Which she said is a... She's already says is a steaming pile. Of course it is. So... But at any rate, if you like Game of Thrones... Yes. Uh... If you are okay with having a chat open and willing to talk about it because you want to watch it multiple times, um, and if you want to have a good time and, and I learned geek quite out. a few things. Yeah, I did not realize because I guess I'm dumb that the guy in the Citadel with grayscale was Jorah. Hmm. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Okay, you don't know anything about Game of Thrones, do you? I mean, I know Game of Thrones. Okay. There's a character that was hanging out with Daenerys, and he was like her advisor. Yeah. He got grayscale. Yes. And he got, he disappeared. Yeah. He ended up in, in like this citadel area right. where Sam is. Right. And he's dying of grayscale. Well, apparently he's attempting to find that somebody has the cure. If you remember last season, right. she sends him off because she said that, that they've heard that somebody has a cure for it, and that's and then if he if he is cured to come back to her. Well, he's stuck right now. Yeah, for whatever well, it works. He's got. But a, I didn't realize it was him. He's got you know one point you know twelve uh, episodes or one season and twelve episodes left to figure to it figure out. Figure it out, right? So, well, I'm glad you learned that from the chat. So I did. You should go to to Communities Digital News. It's com c o m m d i g i news dot com. Right. And there's our live read. There. Now what? Well, you apparently... So I never talked about this? No. Wonder Woman Lasso of Truth? No. (laughs) I would have laughed at the name because it's so silly. Lasso of Truth? Well, okay, what does that tell you about the ride? Do you think it's geared for high-speed thrills? Man, no. No. I don't. It is an extreme swing ride. You know what swing rides are? I'm well aware. Okay. But this one, 
takes you up 24 stories <laughs> and spins you around. Oh, what? So like forty miles per hour. So it's back and forth, back and forth. But then when you're, do you do you eventually go? No, no, over? no, 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 no. It's a swing. Okay, it goes so around yeah. in a circle. Got it. And you're on this what I consider to be kind of a flimsy swing for a guy my size sitting on this thing going forty miles. Am I? I had a seventeen-year-old test subject sitting next to me who, frankly, has no problem plunging down the Man of Steel ride, but kind of panicked on this one. Because it just felt like... <laughs> Are you sitting or laying? You're sitting. Okay. You're hanging. You know, you're just... You're like sitting in the swing. Right. And this thing's flying around. And... and now, that's a terrible start to, to endorsing the ride, but it's a pretty cool ride, you know, in theory. Does it... I mean, at, at any point, other than spinning you around, is it doing anything else? Is it nothing. oscillating? Okay. Nothing. 32 so, riders at one time. 98-foot circle two-minute cycle of the ride. So the first thing I noticed, though, was it was a very calm day, and there was a little wind. And I think that's when my test subject and I started to lose it <laughs> because you felt the wind as you were going around, oh. and it was kind of... So I actually called the manufacturer of the ride, and I said, okay, dude, what happens? What's the break point on this ride? Where you know How high of a, a force of wind do you have to take? And this guy said, and he's from Ride Entertainment, uh, Adam Sandy, he could withstand wind gusts of up to 43 miles an hour. Though I'm guessing people aren't going to be on the ride in those conditions. Whoa. Um, I'm reading this, so pardon me. Um, the structural integrity, it, it's, it's, it's a bottom of a tower embedded in ground encased in rebar and concrete. And, it, and it's more of a a vertical diagonal steel build. Mm -hmm. So it's not just this pole. Like, you know, like other rides, like Dr. Doom's Drop and uh, all those kind of things are yeah. giant poles. Yeah. This is more of a tower-based setup. So there's room for the wind to go through. You know but, what I mean? But you would think that your swing is just beating you around so badly. Yeah, you wouldn't be on so, it So it's like point. hurricane force winds. Well, which is good because then the park doesn't have to take it apart if that ever happened. You know what I mean? But you're not going to be sitting up there. At and it's point. not going to be on. No. They'll turn no. it off. And, and you know, we got to the ride. And, of course, Wonder Woman's there. It's very nice. She's hanging out with the people. Well, that's nice. That's nice, right? Greeting the kids, empowering I mean, the girls. That Wonder Woman is not getting paid nearly as much as Gal Gadot. That's is correct. But she was very personable and more than happy to deal with any silliness that anyone asked. That's good. Um, it's at Six Flags America in the D.C. area. Wonder Woman, Lasso of Truth. So, there, now, there is another Lasso of Truth at another one, Six Flags, which does what you said. It takes you like a... It's, it's like a, a, a crescent moon. Yeah, and, and really... It's like a Viking ship. And I'm not sure, but it might go around, but I'm not sure. But that so, would be harsh. So 20, uh, two minutes, Yep. and you're going how fast, would you say? 40 miles an hour. You're going 40 miles an hour around. Okay. That's right. Two minutes. How dizzy are you when you get off the thing? Surprisingly not bad. I've been on much worse rides. How, like was, I, how was the 17-year-old getting off of it? He was fine, but he was immediately like, boy, that wind. So even the slightest amount of wind will make you nervous. Is it just that the swing yeah. is just, is just the swing really beating you around? Yeah, the swing might tatter a little bit. Mm. A little bit. Mm. 
but like this was nothing. This was like probably five mile an hour winds. I couldn't imagine being up there in like 10 or 15. I don't think I'd ever do that. But anyway, it's it's a thrill ride, I guess, if you put it that way. Well, I appreciate you taking Depending the time. Depending on the wind, it's a thrill ride. I appreciate you taking the time and sacrificing. I think your siblings might appreciate it. The boys? No. No? No. They're not, not big on that not stuff? Not stuff that spins around like that. Okay. They don't they don't like the uh they don't they don't like the the spinny stuff. It just makes them dizzy. What do they like? I mean they like roller coasters. Really? They do like okay. roller coasters. Okay, so they just uh, they don't like roller coasters that go upside down. They're not they're not into that yet. They just like the big drops. Big drops, wooden roller coasters, I think everyone has a special Right, uh, you know, sediment for, but um, so they're not going to go on the Joker's Jinx, probably not. Which is a wide ride that definitely takes you upside down. Probably not. Okay, probably not. So anyway, stop by Gotham City at Six Flags America. That's great. You'll have fun. Great. Okay. You you getting your free ticket for that endorsement? I'm not getting any free ticket. <laughs> I was covering this, Bubba. That's good. That's good. Okay. You want you want to go into the box office? Sure. Uh, I know what number one was. Or what is going to be anyway, which is another hit for Christopher Nolan, but not a big hit yet. Uh, and it might not be a big hit. It looks right? beautiful. We're talking about Dunkirk, and it looks beautiful. And it's a lot of the same actors that he's used before. And Tom- here's my here's my funny story on Dunkirk. There was a guy I talked to every day, roughly about movies and stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, I think I'm going to see Dunkirk." And yeah, yeah, yeah. He and, and he tells me. Hey, but don't tell me anything about it. I don't want to know what happens. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding? Let me get this straight. Wait, he doesn't know this is based You're, on a real you know, event. He does, but he doesn't know what happens. I'm like, really? I mean, what they, school did you go to? They, they, they get saved. Oh, really? Thanks a lot. You just ruined the movie for him. But not that he's going to listen to oh. this. But I thought that was pretty amusing. That's hilarious. Please, for whatever. Don't tell me anything about the plot. I'm like, okay. I mean, the thing is, is that Dunkirk, it's kind of funny because Dunkirk had sort of uh, an anniversary this year, too, I believe. Yeah. And uh, and the movie coming out at the same time. So it's actually been, you know, mentioned. I believe amount. it's one of the big mistakes Hitler made. Yes. That and probably Russia... Yeah, underestimating Russia. Underestimating Russia and not finishing off the British Army at Dunkirk. Yeah. It looks great. It's uh, a lot of the folks from The Dark Knight. It's a lot of folks from... Uh, um, what? A, wow, am I blanking on this one? The one with DiCaprio. Inception. Inception. Whoa. Deception. Uh, Inception. And no one from Interstellar. <laughs> Which is probably not a bad yeah. thing. Um, it looks really good. I'm very excited to go see it. Could have seen it. Could have seen it with Christopher Nolan, but I never found out about it until it was too late. Well, it's not like you work at some place special that would allow you to do it. Very hey, upset. well, why don't you talk about, speaking about places you work, why don't you talk a little bit about this Mars rover that I kept seeing? It's gone. It kept you pushing. What? It, what? Came, it came and went. Why? How? It's, One day? It, two days. Two days. So the Kennedy Space Center has developed a concept vehicle uh, for what they think could be used on the surface of Mars. To me, it looks a lot like the Tumblr from From Batman Batman Begins. It does. It does. Having 
having worked for a certain movie studio and done web development work for them, yep. and having played with a one eighth scale model on the lot that some guy was driving around showing us because he was bored. Right. It looks a lot like it. Cool. Uh, and so it came to DC. It was at the National Air and Space Museum on the mall. It's Neat. very cool. It's, it's, uh, Did your kids see it? No. Really? No. Why would you do that? I didn't know it was there. <laughs> I well, found, it sounded like you knew it was there I, from your Facebook post. I found out about it uh, like earlier in the morning on my way in. Okay. And it's not Matt Damon's style rover. Okay. And I think in order for a true thing to be uh, on the surface of Mars, you need Matt Damon's rover. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. I'm also going to say that Fate of the Furious is almost caught up to Beauty and the Beast. Box office-wise. Yeah. It's within striking distance. It's still still out, I know, in some theaters. And you know what's going to happen? If Fate and the Furious surpasses it, Disney will do a re-release in theaters for one last time just to smoke it out. And Wonder Woman is battling with pirates now. They're, They're within 20 million Here's the thing. Wonder I, Woman's going to take it and go further, but... I know that Johnny Depp said he's done with Pirates of the Caribbean, but this thing keeps making so much money. $754 million worldwide. I mean, it's just... It's a juggernaut. But then they, then again, they did bring back Kira Knightley and... I mean, they brought back the original cast, right? Right, right. Um, but yeah, he said he's done. I don't think he's done. It's going to be like, hey, do you want $100 million to right. reprise your role? Not okay. according to what he spends. Yeah. If you read the tabloids. Yeah, well, you never know. All right. So you got nothing else? I got nothing else. I got That's nothing else, That's a pretty full too. show and nothing. Now, next week, uh, Ghost in the Shell oh, is coming man. out. Man, I'm trying to not do this, but whatever. I'll do it. Fine. I watched it. I fell asleep during it. And uh, what, what else? Boss com- Baby, Boss, potentially. Yeah, yeah, you're into that. Alec Baldwin. Ugh, I hate Alec Baldwin, but I'll watch it. And shout out to Melissa McCarthy, who... Can no longer reprise her role as Sean yeah, Spicer. Right. And I know she has to put that character to bed. Rats. I think they will attempt to do like a Janet Reno dance party thing. On the, <laughs> with Sean Spicer. And Spicer will come in with McCarthy. Funny. And that'd be pretty good. I could see that. I would enjoy that. Uh, and uh, soon to be released is... How did the, the Mummy make $390 million? I heard that was one of the worst films of the year. Probably overseas. Phew, boy. It's Tom Cruise. Oh boy. They love him more overseas than we do here. So I'm not surprised about Pardon that. Pardon me, I digress. Uh yeah. And guess what's coming soon? We're gonna get a website. And it's gonna be called Zadzookshappyhour.com. Uh, yeah. I picked it. I picked the theme. And and But you, that still means you actually have to go to it. But it will you be. You just can't go. Be, oh, that's cool. It'll be more than just the episodes. We'll put trailers up of things that are interesting. I guess we can do that and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, we, we I should have that. thought of that. We can do that, can't we? Because I was only looking at podcast no, ideas. No, it's everything. We're, we'll, we'll we'll make it happen. And there's that was lots of good stuff coming out of Comic Con. I'm very excited. Yep. There's some really cool toys coming out of Comic Con. Uh, so we're we'll try to do a Comic Con recap next week as well. Sure. And really get into that. So. I am Dr. Seuss. And I am Inside the Volcano. And this is, that's a weird name, man. And this hey, is, man, it's your freaking shirt. Yep. And this is the Zadzooks Happy Hour. <laughs>